0: Opinions expressed on ACB radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Okay, thank you and welcome to ACB uh, Let's Talk Radio Uh I'm very happy to be with you all tonight, both um, those of you joining us on Zoom and uh, those of you joining us on ACB Radio special event. It's uh, quite a privilege and honor to host this call about a topic that I love Um, which is radio. Um, My name is Greg Wansnider. I am from uh, the Milwaukee area in Wisconsin. Uh, Hosting uh, the call and streaming it tonight is uh, my good friend, David Dunphy. And uh David, thank you for uh being so willing and able to host it and stream it tonight on ACB radio. So whoop, whoop. uh yay, we're gonna have some fun tonight. Uh I really enjoy talking about radio. It's probably one of my first loves. Um and radio is. Um, and so we're going to be talking about that tonight. Uh just want to uh, let uh, my friends on Zoom th- know that if you could uh, stay muted, except when you have a question, and David will, uh, or a comment to share. Uh, and we are going to be sharing a lot tonight, and I'll have David let you know um, in one second. Let me tell you uh, what, what uh, we'll be talking about, though, first of all. Um, I want us to kind of just t- share um, either a favorite radio memory that we have, um, growing up, I want uh, you to, to. And by the way, we're we're going to focus on AM/FM radio, um, which is um, traditionally called terrestrial radio, and um, also uh, satellite radio, and also internet radio, which of course um, we're we're uh, streaming on right now. So um, so focus on focusing on that, or um, and or. Actually, I'd like us to talk about our uh, local radio dial and um maybe talk about two we can get into how radio has uh changed um over the years and how it's definitely changed now um with these uh large radio con- conglomerates that we have. So, um David, first of all, thank you for hosting and streaming with me. Um Why don't you tell people, um, first of all, how did you, because I know you have been doing radio for a while, you currently have a show on ACB Radio, how did you get into radio? Uh,
1: Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, First of all, glad to be here. I always had a love for radio. I used to listen to air checks when I was younger, while people were playing with toy cars and actually being normal. I was listening to radio air checks. I would listen to all the different stations. I would listen to how they would introduce songs, the different commercial breaks. And of course, I was the the, 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 the dork with no friends who would bring his tape recorder out and start recording radio shows on the microphone. And I've just always loved radio and always wanted to have a, a, a part on a microphone. Um, when you actually give us, ask us to tell a story, a radio memory, I have a great one to share with you. But I'll simply say that Ever since just I started to listen to radio and listen to different stations, radio was always a good play- for source of company for me in the middle of the night when I'd go to sleep, the music, hearing the different voice breaks, the different programming, and I've just always had a loving for it and wanted excuse me, to be part of it in some way, and that's why I went to college for it and ultimately the Internet, which is its own story I'll have to share sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah, so though I love um... – the music and i definitely am a music lover and you are too david i know that i i almost listened growing up to the dj's uh more than the music and um you know i listened to a lot of talk radio too and i i knew those uh radio personalities too so it was it it's been a fun uh and i also did those uh cassette tapes. Wow, I'm dating myself now. But uh, when I was a kid, I I would play around with uh, air checks on uh, cassette tapes. And then throughout, I've done a lot of uh, college radio too for the past 15 years, uh, minus this year, because of uh, the pandemic, I've been a college radio DJ. So that's just kind of a little bit of um, where I come from from a radio perspective. So uh, David, um, why don't you uh, give people a sense of how they can interact uh, during this uh, during this thing and uh, we'll start sh- staring, sharing some radio memories. So,
1: Oh, one thing to add to what you said, Greg, I used to have one of those Panasonic microphones that you could tune into like a staticky frequency on your radio and actually like be heard on your radio. It had like no transmission rate except through your house, but I actually had one of these microphones that came out within the 80s. Um, they yeah. Used to do that, it was so awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Any case, if you all want to interact um, radio style with us here, really easy. If you on the phone, um, the mute and unmute toggle is of course star six on the phone. To raise your hand, it is star nine. Um, on the PC, Alt A unmutes and unmutes as a toggle. Um, Alt Y on the PC helps you to raise your hand or lower your hand. On the Mac, you have Command Shift A to mute and unmute. Option Y to raise your hand.
0: And so, and so the, how this is going to kind of work tonight is as you raise your hand um, um, is I'm going to kind of interview you and kind of talk to you about your experience with radio. So hopefully uh, we can get through everyone's um There'll be more people joining the call, I'm sure, uh, during the hour. So hopefully we can get to everyone. But what? I really want to hear uh, just your experiences with you have uh, you have hearing. a victim whenever you're ready, ok. So who's our first victim? We're going down the Hudson River. Melissa, ok. ok. Melissa. um
2: good evening.
0: Good everybody. evening, Melissa. How are good you? Evening,
2: David? Thank you so much,
0: yeah. And Thank Melissa wh- Where are you checking in from tonight?
2: Um, I am calling from the lovely city of Berrien, Washington, which, for those that don't know, is a suburb of Seattle. So.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, yes. so tell me about your radio uh, listening, Melissa. Then and oh, then
2: and now. Wow. Wow. Um. Okay. Well, I've been in love with radio. I grew up in Mississippi and all through the South, so radio, particularly country radio, was a big thing, and. Um, I remember just all I did was pretty much listen to the radio. Everybody else was playing with toys and all I did was listen to the radio and cassette tapes of songs and stories and whatnot. But I,, um, my radio hero growing up and still is to this day, and I'm gonna get a little emotional, is none other than the former host of American Country Countdown and the country top 40, Mr. Bob Kingsley. Um, Bob was my radio hero since the age of two. And um, he just was an amazing storyteller. He would tell all these great stories about the country songs and um, the, the stories behind them, and how they were written, um, and things like that. And fast forward many years later, in two thousand and oh gosh, ten, I believe, I sent in a, I sent in a request because uh, there was a part in the show, like what he did with Casey Kasem, was like he would he would take song requests and he read your letter on the air and he got to play your song Hmm. and I had the chance to do that back in 2010 when I was 27 years old and I told that I was totally blind and that I was involved with a blindness organization Um, and I asked him to play The Impossible by Joe Nichols which is a wonderful song about overcoming obstacles and this man overcame the obstacle of you know not being able to walk and then he finally did walk and it's just a miracle type song But he played that song for me, and I just cried when he read my letter because it was so just beautiful. Well, many years later, I emailed one of their production staff and said, I'd love to talk with Bob because he's been my radio hero since two, and I told him a little about myself. Well, little did I know that several days later, while I was having a day off work because I wasn't feeling good... This big big voice comes on. I I, someone called me and I answered my phone, and this big voice says, "Melissa, please." I said, "Yeah, this is Melissa." But who is this, please? And he said, "Hi, Melissa. It's Bob Kingsley." He had called me and surprised me, and you had never seen a woman so speechless in her entire life. And we talked for literally almost an hour, just about radio and about how he records the show. And he was just one of the sweetest guys you'll ever want to talk with. And very sadly at the age of 80, Mr. Kingsley passed away of lung cancer last year Mm. and my heart just sank. It was just, you know, I only got to talk with him once and, but thank God I was able to get to know him. And we actually did email each other back and forth and he emailed me happy birthday every year on my birthday. And it was just, Oh, it was just amazing. So I just cherish that forever. And, um, and as far as actually, I actually want to get into broadcasting when I get a little older. And uh, and uh, but I have done radio as a volunteer at the Washington Talking Book and Braille Library, as well as um, Golden Hours Radio Networks in Oregon, in Portland. So as a board operator, and yes, their sound control board was brailled for us. Oh wow! So, okay, great, yeah.
0: great, awesome. You know, Melissa, one thing you reminded me is that uh, the the voice is. Uh, important, you know, people talking about having those big radio voices, but yeah much more important is their personality, right? And it sounds like what Bob Kingsley did for you, you know, uh singing happy birthday to you, it sounds like that was, that really made, because he didn't have to do that, you know, and- Or it call really, me for
2: that matter. <laughs> or call you. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, he was just, and I would, and you know, what's interesting about him is, you know, you know, oftentimes neither one of you, David or Greg or anybody on ACB radio, you know, a lot of times when you meet them, sometimes they just act like, you know, okay, you know, whatever, you know, I really don't have time to meet this person. Bob was not like that at all. And what's interesting is, is that he sounded exactly the same just in regular conversation as he did on the radio, that big, big voice.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that yeah. That was very cool. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Melissa. And I well, know you—you you you po- you cool. you, um, have talked about listening to WSMT, which is another great AM heritage uh, station. So
2: yes, and on that note, uh, thank you for mentioning WSM. I do listen to that faithfully every day because um, they play classic country music, and of course, um, they have some great shows. The Grand Ole Opry being one of them. But um, I was going to initially have a call about WSN and I was going to have one of their personalities. Um, but we're going to have to do it probably maybe next year because I just learned in an email that he had to have a COVID test um, because I guess one of their employees was exposed to it, and he's having to be quarantined. So he still wants to do it, but you know, just keep him in your thoughts. His name is Bill Cody. So
0: okay, definitely. Just keep them
2: in your thoughts. But thank you for hosting this call, Greg. And I'm going to shut up and let someone else talk. Thank you. Okay,
0: right. okay, thank you, Melissa. Up next, thank you, Melissa. Trina. Trina, okay, my friend Trina from hey. California. Go, How Trina. are you doing?
3: Welcome. Hey there. Um, glad to be here. Um, well, I'm from California, by the way, and um. Well, my memories of radio, well, I was one of these weird ones too. Um, when my siblings would get up on the weekends and watch the Saturday cartoons, I was looking uh, for the countdown shows. I listened to all the countdown shows and radio programs. I listened to American Top 40, Casey Kasem, and the Weekly Top 40 with Rick D's. And I still listen to those now. because There's a, a radio station in North Carolina that still plays them. So, and the American top 40, so I enjoy listening to those old also I listened to rock World Remember with Dick Clark and American dance tracks, anything I was I was on it. <laughs> so it, I definitely remember the days when um like make shows were live you know, DJs were live, and they had the turntables and the mixers and all that fun stuff and yeah and uh DJs were on the stations twenty four seven and you could call in requests and those were those were good times and
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, Trina, that's something I really miss is the live DJs. You know, being able to call up the radio stations and Uh, and request a song. And that's something I really uh, mm-hmm. miss about a lot of radio stations I do right too. as i as i, I said do. before you know these large radio uh conglomerates you know you a lot of times have five or six uh or a dj doing uh, five or six stations worth of shows right you know? Yeah, I really, I really miss that. But yeah, the countdowns. Uh, oh, yeah, Casey, the countdowns and, and
3: the radio programs, all the radio program shows I was on. I, I listened to practically all of them, I think, or whatever, as many as I could find. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
0: Trina, tell tell me about your local radio dial there in California, because obviously I've oh. never been to California, but tell me about your local
3: um um well here in Bakersfield um the best ones now are probably the ones on FM there's uh, there's uh one or two hip hop stations and we have to, I think we have more country stations than anything cuz well we're in a country town on the streets of Bakersfield yeah anyway um <laughs> um the city of buck owens and uh you know all the other country singers well i think uh merle haggard and them so <laughs> but uh yeah there's a there's a couple of spanish stations and a couple of uh um christian stations so there's you, you've got different kinds and they're different variety stations um I just don't listen to the local radio much anymore these days, Oak. Yeah,
0: mobile. what what do you find yourself listening to as far as radio um, nowadays?
3: Um, primarily. Well, I have Sirius XM, so I listen to that a lot now, and uh, just other internet radio stations. Um, like I said, there is a station uh, out of a. I guess they're a small town, Plymouth, North Carolina, and I listen to a station out there. They're a, a variety station. They play everything from. The 60s on up through the current. So that's obviously a small town station because they're playing everything and they they play. That's where I find that's where I've been listening to um, American top 40 and weekly top 40. And I think they play ball games on that station. They play all kinds of stuff church uh sermons on Sundays and you know they. yeah
0: been, yeah I love those small yeah. town stations from time to time too Hearing yeah, the, I, I like the local them. commercials yeah, yeah. and the the local yep. you know that's another thing <laughs> yeah. uh, I listen to a lot of the the commercials on the on the radio <laughs> mm-hmm. too just because I love the and
3: there is another in. commercial station in Los Angeles I listen to uh coast 103.5 in uh, Los Angeles uh primarily i listened to a morning show on there and that was another thing i was big into back in the day they had some really cool morning shows <laughs> on on you know the radio stations in the mornings you know the radio um morning show up and going and some of them were just funny and they made you laugh and they were they did silly stuff and fun stuff and
4: <laughs> not yeah. so much anymore
3: at least not here the but- radio shows here the morning shows on local radio here just i don't know they're just kind of corny and they're just not i don't know (laughs) they don't catch my attention anymore but but i do like the morning uh morning show on coast on coast in los angeles so (laughs) i well
1: trina
0: thanks for thanks for sharing
1: all that no problem no Awesome. There's another radio show that uh, that I listen to. It's called the DJD
0: Invasion. I don't know if anyone's yeah. heard of that
1: Yeah, yeah, David, that's talk to us. Um, that's on ACB you, Radio. Yeah.
0: You have a radio show right here on ACB Radio that people can listen to every uh, year. I listen to that Tuesday too. <laughs> night. Yep, yep, me too. So that's awesome. That's on the Cafe, uh, an interactive stream. You know, yeah. that's another thing you reminded me of. David, we are really blessed to have, um, as part of ACB, the American Council of the Blind, we are really blessed to have a radio network of stations. And I don't know how many shows we have on the cafe now, but... uh, We're growing. Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: good. We have something really awesome here. Our next person to talk to you is Melody.
0: Melody, okay. Melody, how are you tonight?
5: I could be a lot better, just a lot of things going on, but hopefully this will help. Um I am very interested in radio stations from other cities, states, and countries. It's just always been my forte, and I fixate on it. Um, and I did speak of this a few weeks ago on a call, but there is a radio station. It's an NPR station. I totally love NPR. Um, it's 90.5 WCD. It's local here in Columbus, Ohio, and CBE stands for the Columbus Board of Education. And there's a Celtic program that comes on Saturdays. I could be mistaken. Someone please correct me. From 4 to 6 now. I think I'm going to get flattened if I don't get that right. But um, And it's called Toss the Feathers, and it, it has different genres within Celtic music. There's jazz, there's rock, there's traditional. And I absolutely love it, and I haven't been able to hear it lately. And I am also interested in checking out the cafe on Tuesday nights and have not had a chance to do it yet, and I see David's emails. And there are calls that coincide. Um, and there is a another radio program that I listen to on AM – 610 WTVN, I know it's everywhere, it's global, and it's called Coast to Coast Dam, and it goes across all 12 time zones, and it's anything to do with the paranormal, UFOs, ghosts, remote viewing, guardian angels, you know, time travel, the existence of God, you know, what happened with TWA, Flight 800, like conspiracy theories, anything, and I am really into that, The, the station itself doesn't do much for me, I like the news, and I like Coast to Coast, so...
0: Yeah, you know, Melody. Some people say my host uh, for this uh, call and my person who's streaming, David Dunphy, is actually um, either a UFO or an alien. So you know, I'm I'm not an unidentified
1: sure. flaky object, right?
0: Yeah, uh. yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So well, I uh, think
5: I should call it and ask if anyone's heard of you, David.
0: No, <laughs> no. Ah, uh, but uh I'm just joking with you, David. But uh anyway, uh yeah, Coast to Coast AM. I, I definitely have heard of that. And you mentioned the Celtic music and things like that. It's great that there's uh places on radio that have uh that sort of niche, what I would call niche programming. Um a lot of that can be found on public radio and uh and in other places, um, college radio stations and Things like that. So, um, so good. Well, thank you for sharing, Melody. Thank you. Absolutely, for, uh, Melody. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's well, see. Great. Our next. Who do we have up next. Our
1: next victim. Let's hear from Pam Coffee. Pam. Hello.
0: Hello, well, Pam. I, How are you?
6: I'm doing well, and I go a long way back enjoying radio. Um, when I was growing up in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, my family, we all of us listened to WSB, which is another one of those stations that's been around forever. Uh, I think they came on the air in 1922 or thereabouts. Correct, uh, ma'am. Yeah, so it was one of the very early ones, and uh, they played a little of everything at that time. Everything from, uh, well, mostly standards. I mean, they played Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald and... Oh, Rosemary Clooney, and you know Ames Brothers, and all you know, and everything from that to uh, occasionally uh, Tchaikovsky and Beethoven short pieces, not not major works usually, but you know they played a little bit of everything. Um, but there were a few other stations that were kind of splitting off from the norm back in the fifties, and they were playing. That new thing that was just coming out called rock and roll, um, and so you know there were some stations playing that. There were always some that played country. There were some that played. Oh, uh, that were mostly religious um, music, um, but you didn't have very many that were all talk. That that just wasn't the thing. Wasn't the norm. The, no that that didn't come until mid-60s probably and Mm. and no one was sure how that was going to if it was going to take off or not and it took it a while to take off but um as I got older well you know when I was in uh no the latter part of elementary school I kind of got into the sort of the rock and roll the pop and the stuff but I still loved classical and there was a station at that time in Atlanta that was that was all classical, and I loved it. Uh, it was strictly am. <clears throat> well, at some point they also got uh, started on FM. but um, I didn't have an FM radio, so you know so, uh, oh seven o'clock in the morning, that station would come on the air and it would go off the air at local sunset. So that mm-hmm. meant in the winter, it was early um but as i got older i got more into public radio and i still listen to more public radio than most anything else but our local station our local npr station doesn't play a whole lot of music anymore that's most they've gone to mostly talk and oh there's some things i like there's some things i mean a little bit of a lot of certain things goes a long way with me but now that I have you know computer, smartphone, all of that, I'm really enjoying listening to uh, internet radio and part of that is you know actual radio stations that people in whatever city they live in can get on on uh, just on AM or on FM. but um, I mean, if I want to listen to WSB in Atlanta, I can do that online.
0: yeah, um, yeah.
6: But now they're an all-talk format now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So radio has really changed over the last low these many years. And oh, you are absolutely right about live DJs. I I miss that. Uh, some of the small stations, you know, especially in small towns, yeah, they still have those. Some programs on public radio uh, on some stations they're still local, but there's just not much of that anymore. And I miss I miss being able to call in <clears throat> and actually talk to a DJ and request a piece of music or uh, there was the time a DJ put out a question um, just to whoever in the audience might be able to call in and help mm. him out. And I happen to know, I think I'm sure I'm not the only one that called in, but I was one of the ones that did. And I miss being able to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioned one of the things uh, Pam mentioned. There was the sunrise to sunset uh, radio stations, yes. and they still exist. Um, they still uh, there's one in uh, the area where I live that just operates um, strictly from sunrise to sunset. So yeah, it's in it's interesting. Uh, but then of yeah. course they have an FM simulcast that runs all, all day. day now uh-huh. too. So so well pam thanks for um thanks for sharing and um glad to hear you enjoy um a lot of the n p r stuff a lot of the classical stuff oh, yes. and yes um um, and I also like listening to NPR on Saturdays. Um, but, and I think someone mentioned that the other day, but I love, uh, some of the comedy shows that they have. Uh, yeah.
6: Because, they have some good ones. They have some funny ones.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Wait, wait, don't tell me another. Oh, show yeah. Like that.
6: yeah. No. Uh-huh. So thanks and there, Pam. And there used to be one. I don't know if it's still on because I'm usually on community calls now at, at that time. There used to be a show, it was a, a word game of sorts called Says You. And yes. I don't know I'm, I'm going to have to check and see if it's still on because yeah. I really enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome. But
6: but I'm enjoying this show, t- this call tonight. So, uh,
0: well, well, good, and and it's actually being streamed on on the radio. Oh so my hey. Goodness.
6: Okay, Greg, may I so, share? Yeah. I will I will sign not sign off. I'm going to keep listening, but I will shut up and let someone else have a turn.
1: Greg, may I share my radio? Uh, yes, you may, David. Well, a couple of things. One. Um, I love internet radio. The idea that people can be in a virtual studio with you is, is amazing and like I could do it from my own room. I think that's what sealed me on radio growing up. Like I loved it in college, but when I could actually broadcast from my own room, I was like, Yeah, I'm in. Um, but uh the other th- the memory I have of was really cool when there was a classical station which we still have today that used to do old t- used to do the Jack Benny program on Sunday nights, it's WQXR, it's our classic station. You've probably heard of it, correct, WQXR?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, Well,
1: I had a chance, My m- one of my, um, a relative of mine years ago used to sell antiques, and she would run these antique shows and put different antiques she had on display and had dealers come where people could buy and purchase them, and she would record a radio spot on WQXR, and I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the studio with her for a taping of that of her recording. So I got to sit in and listen to her record the mm. taping of her ad. Then I actually got to go into one of the booths and record like a little voice intro with some classical music behind it. And I got to sit and have lunch with one of their program directors afterwards. And it was just a real treat to be able to, you know, speak to someone in radio and learn a little bit about this and find out how things worked and why they went off the air at night sometimes. And it was just kind of like a kid
0: in a candy store. Oh, absolutely! You know, oh, experience. And well, and yes.
1: I already told you, I was like a radio geek with no friends, <laughs> kidding. Uh. growing up. So, yeah, like that—that that memory was just was for me just brilliantly beautiful and being able to tour a radio station. And you know, I will say, Greg, I wanted to work in radio, but you know, at the time, the software was just so inaccessible to do anything, and there just wasn't a lot of. Uh, a, there wasn't much we could do with Jaws, there was no NVDA at the time, and B, people just weren't really eager about, you'd think a creative art like radio would be interested in trying to find ways to you know, to this kind of thing, but there was not a lot of interest, at least where I was at, in making stuff accessible, and there just wasn't a lot of option at the time. Right, right. But I still right. love radio, and I loved that experience of going to WQXR, and I do listen to their classical music from time to time, because hearing piano and violins just go at it back and forth is just amazing. Just a thought. Uh,
0: You triggered one of my radio memories, and I'm sure we have more folks that want to talk. So, but you triggered one of my radio. Well, maybe at the end
1: you could share it, Greg. I'd love to hear it. Okay, okay. We have some great people here. Um, Lucy Edmonds, let's hear from you, Liz. Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hi,
7: David. Hi, Greg. Oh my gosh, this is fun. Um, You know, I can't talk the technical aspects aspects of radio, but uh, I do have a lot of fond memories actually from before I could talk probably because I had five older sisters and they did nothing but listen to the radio. So, um, you know, and dance me around the living room and all that. And it was strictly AM there was FM radio back in the late fifties and stuff, but it just wasn't popular and Mm -hmm. we didn't even own an FM radio. (laughs) Mm. And, um, so you know then when I got a little older and my parents bought me my own little transistor radio and oh man I thought I was hot boy and you know the the, the shows that they had on were um, <clears throat> really a lot for young people and they would take requests and you could dedicate songs to people and so you know my boyfriends would call and dedicate songs to me and I'm like oh he you know so it was kind of fun but um you know it's 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 just not the same anymore i don't listen to my local radio stations very much anymore except for baseball games once in a while but i do have the mlb app but anyway um <laughs> but it's it's you know most of it is fm now uh i think there is one station in lansing an am station that s- still does the sunrise to sunset thing it's an am mm. station and. Mm. Um, But now it's like I listen to mostly Internet radio and Apple music stations. And um, actually my affiliate for ACB, the Michigan Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, has its own Internet radio station. And I think we are the only affiliate who does. And um, we have a lot of cool stuff on there. Um, We dedicate days to different decades of music. And we have some, um, shows put on by people, you know, from the affiliate and I do one Tuesday nights at eight. <laughs> and anyway, it's, it's a lot of fun, but it's just, it's not the same as it used to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I think that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people is radio is not the same as it used to be. And it's really, um, You know, that's really, really sad in in some ways, Um, you know, that that it's there's there's a sad part about it, you know, Lucy. Yeah. And I'm
7: not sure about this, but uh, I think some of the stations, you know, like the local stations, wherever you are, if they have, you know, Internet uh, broadcasting, too, I don't think they share everything that they do on
0: on the local, um, you know, radio, do they? right well there there are some there are contracts and things like that that they have with uh national shows some of the national shows uh sports cannot be streamed uh some mm-hmm. some of the sports cannot be streamed yeah. on actual uh radio stations so there there are contracts that that are are yeah, but it's it's a different landscape definitely now, and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to talk about that in in future calls. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. But thanks for sharing, Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. Right. Thank awesome. you for sharing. I actually have to talk to yeah. you about your station, Lucy.
1: Um, I have a quick some. I'm actually going to want your help with something with regard to your station. But we'll be in touch. Okay,
8: sure. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, all right. Let's hear from Chris
0: Coulter. Okay, Chris. Welcome, Chris Hi.
1: Coulter.
8: Sure. All right. Um, and I'm, I'm a huge radio fan of, um, I'm just a, a whole lot of different genres of radio. <laughs> so, hello. Hello. Yep. Yeah. We've got yep. you. You're so, loud uh, and clear. You're loud yeah, and clear. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, it's I, I like a whole lot of different genres of radio. And uh, I started out listening to the big band sound and the and Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald and Joe Stafford and all of them Uh, when my mother would have her radio out in the kitchen and I was about four years old and that was early 1950s and uh, man it it just amazed me uh, how much music and and how much how much uh, that the radio personalities even in those days they could be funny they could be just uh serious with the news all that all Mm -hmm. that it just Mm -hmm. amazed me so um i got my first radio from my ninth birthday and it was a clock radio and it had uh very big push buttons on it that it was very tactile and of course in those days we didn't have text to speech or i mean screen uh, or um, synthesized voices or anything but we did have that uh, the, the very big tactile buttons that i could uh, and the and the um big round wheel type dials with a pointer yes yes uh that you know that was up at the top and then as you as you turned the dial the the um if you got your station to a certain point in relation to a dot on the radio on the you know above the pointer or something and you'd know that you were on the right station even if you hadn't turned the radio on yet you know that kind of thing yeah and that and i had that radio for quite a few years and it gave up pretty much gave up the ghost and i got a transistor radio which was real fun but i felt like it was a real um increase in independence in a way to be able to have my own radio and decide what i liked for my own music Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i listened to everything from the metropolitan opera to country to rock and roll and every saturday i listened to metropolitan opera that was Milton Cross. Yeah, that
0: still streams on some
8: stations every Saturday it still oh, does yeah probably doesn't yeah. have Milton Cross anymore but he was the big icon yeah mm. and, and now I listen to mostly NPR we do have in Centralia Washington well actually in in um, Seattle it's an internet uh, NPR and um, Centralia has kind of you know, a lot of local stations that are, you know, kind of, uh, I haven't gotten real familiar with them because we haven't lived here very long. But the um, NPR station that I listen to is um, KNKX, and its uh, mantra, is, its slogan is um, KNKX connects you to jazz, blues, and NPR news. And so mm. it's it does everything, and it has live DJs. And it's just, it's a good, a good station. I I listen to it a lot, especially morning edition, uh, morning edition in the mornings, of course. And I did, and I like Melissa, uh, I worked as a volunteer at the Washington Talking Book and Braille Library when they had the Evergreen Radio Reading Service. And I was one of four talk shows that, uh, talk show hosts that went through the, Um, uh, rotation of the month and I I took you know they we would each pick our month uh, that we were going to or our week that we were going to take each month because in in accordance with what interviews we felt like we were really interested in doing and had a producer that was uh, his name was Greg Porter and he was very helpful to all of us I tried yeah. getting into voice acting, which people come out of there from radio, and that didn't, hasn't panned out because it, I didn't, the money is tight and that you got to do a lot of coaching and things like that, that I mean, do the, the demos and everything. But but I do enjoy um, getting my voice out on the air in some way or another, and it's really fun, so
0: I like yeah, it. Yeah, excellent. And I'm going to have to look up that uh, station in uh, Seattle that plays Jazz Blues and NPR
8: News. And NPR News K N K X. Okay. Okay. It's that a sounds, great station. And that it has awesome. And it has a twenty four hour during the night, well actually it's twenty four hours today, but but during the the late hours of the night, uh, the station is it went off the air the actual news station and it's Jazz Twenty Four. And it streams all over the world.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Neat. Neat. Well, That's really sharing. cool. Thank you, yes. Chris. Thank you. Boy, this is so neat to hear all these stories, all these people from okay, throughout the uh, country. So who do we have? Hold back to on. There?
1: Is Grant Downey?
0: Grant, you can go ahead and unmute and talk. What's, where are you okay, from,
9: Grant? I think I'm here. There you are, Grant. Hello. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody at ACB Radio. Ever since uh, Debbie has taken over as manager and you've taken a new direction, it really is outstanding. And I think it's done a lot to uh, enlarge the ACB family. And I, th- I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Uh, so congrats to you all. It takes a team to make it happen. Uh, I worked in radio for a number of years. But what I really wanted to talk about was some of the historical things that were uh, in my life when I grew up in the late 50s and early 60s. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of old-time radio, and and I enjoyed that. Uh, but one of the first nighttime programs I remember listening to was the Nightcap Radio Network. Now, I know I'm dating myself. Nice. That's uh, That was uh, uh, one of the first national talk shows out of... Uh, uh, Utah, and it broadcast over uh, uh, KSL, and uh, it was uh, pretty popular, uh, and we're talking about in around 1960 to 1965 or so, and uh, I always enjoyed the Art Bell show, uh, which turned into Coast to Coast right. uh, later on, and he was great. I even uh, bought a autobiography of his and read it on a Kurzweil scanner, if you can believe that. It was a paperback and uh, it was a great read. Uh, some of the other uh, stations uh, I lived came from El Paso, Texas, and that puts you in uh, the borderland. And uh, we had uh, some Mexican stations that were hugely powerful down there. They were 150,000 watts or higher and uh, they broadcast all over the place. And they had English broadcasting, uh, like Garner Ted Armstrong who always made sure he paid his bill on time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway then uh later on I happened to go to Little Rock, Arkansas and in 1970 some odd I ran into K A A Y radio which was a 50,000 watt blaster known for its uh, Beaker Street programming at night uh that played uh pretty heavy uh rock stuff But it was amazing in a town like Little Rock uh, that is a capital city, but it it has a real country country flavor to have this hot rock top 40 broadcasting 50,000 watts uh, from there. They're still there, but they've they've gone gospel now. Hmm. But anyway, I just thought I'd uh, bring a few of those historic things up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's 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 interesting.
9: Um, I've got one more. Um, okay. The uh, One of the most interesting things I found in radio was when satellite broadcasting first came in, and one of the best programs I ever remember was Solid Gold Saturday Night with uh, Dick Bartley.
0: Dick and, Bartley, uh, yep.
9: yep. Yeah, that was through RKO, and that was when the stations were picking up satellite programming, which was a plus and a minus. And the worst thing that ever happened to radio was in 1996 when uh, Clear Channel and all the corporate uh, entities got together and created radio as it is now. It's really a shame because not the kind of radio I grew up with.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and Clear Channel, which has now become iHeartRadio, and they're having to uh, lay off a lot of people. So our thoughts and prayers are... Are with those who um, are, you know, experiencing uh, those of you who really follow radio. The past two or two and a half weeks, there's been a lot of um, a lot of layoffs and a lot of downsizing in radio. Um, you know, so yes, but I I do I do mourn. You know, the loss. Yeah, of,
9: yeah, because that was that uh, radio was uh, the people's medium back in my days, the 50s, hmm. 60s, 70s, and 80s. And now it's a corporate medium, and it's it's not the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, listen,
9: I've, I've been on here way too long. I'll let you go and move on to some other callers. But this is great, and uh, may ACB, ACB Radio keep it coming.
1: All right. Hey. Well, well, Greg, as we hit the 14-minute mark left of the show, I know this was somebody you wanted to hear from and was hoping would show up, and he has Phil Jones.
10: Yes, Phil. Come on, Phil. Good evening, good evening, good morning, a good whatever around the world on ACB radio. You know, I really don't know where to start, but uh, I will tell you that uh, I have a 43-year career in radio, which we're going to do some other time. But uh, anyway, uh, when I was small, our our parents could not afford a television. Both sets of grandparents have one we did not so there was the radio, and I was uh, from, I lived in Albany, Georgia at that time, and there were three radio stations there, two of them network affiliates, and this was like in the middle and late 50s. And believe it or not, even at that time, even though television has uh, was going pretty strong then, CBS was just full of great stuff from soap operas, comedies, varieties, dramas. So I heard a lot of that. I also... Heard uh, on a radio station that was very diverse with their music, a, a country, they mm-hmm. gospel. They played rock and roll. So I got exposure to all kinds of music when I was a kid. And then when I moved to Atlanta and found out there were t- over twenty something stations, wow! You know, I was just in really thrilled. Was I coming in with okay? That then? Many radio stations, and I, of course, grew up listening. Well, to I
1: hey Grant, I, if you could up. mute up, please,
9: Grant. Oh, oh,
1: okay. Grant, I need you to mute up if you can, please.
10: Yes. A lot of top forty and country and everything. And uh and uh, I've always had that love for radio. Obviously I was in it for so long and I and these days, however, just like everybody else, it's it is so sad to see what has happened to AM and FM radio with the big corporations taking over, including uh I think the fellow before me called it uh referred to it. Of course it was a clear channel communications. Now it's I heart media many of us in radio have known it as the evil empire Mm. but anyway yeah uh, I do listen to uh, mostly internet radio now and uh, very little or FM except maybe sporting events something like that and some news but uh, pretty much it but uh, I thoroughly enjoy old-time radio as many of you know ACB Radio. I just, I'm telling you, ACB Radio is just really, really soared over the past couple of years.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, Phil, I I just want your perspective on this a little bit. What What do you think is the hope for radio? Like, is there hope for radio? Like, can radio reinvent itself and um, and and continue to make an impact as it has? For, or and and how would that happen? And you—that's a huge question, Phil. But you may not have the answer to that right now. But um, what are your? Do you have any initial thoughts about that?
10: Well, yes. As I I have been saying for a number of years, and I'm still saying it that I believe that in, I believe that internet future of radio. I really believe that because there's just so many opportunities and possibilities. And even even a number of stations are making a profit now. Uh, they do have commercials, many of them, but they don't bombard you the way that AM and FM do that. And I think that radio is looking for, uh, for some creativity, diversity. I mean, it is, a, it is a very creative medium to get in who can be creative. People have said that AM is you know, on its way out. I don't know about that. I mean, I have a soft spot, I guess, for AM radio because I grew up on it. But uh, I, I really don't have a real uh, dead set uh, in stone answer. But I think that the internet is just opening up so many opportunities, not just from a technological standpoint, but from just, I mean, there's so many outlets now
0: yeah yeah well, good well, thank you. I just wanted to get your your opinion on that so uh thank you very much so David, do we have other raised hands? Um, yeah, we do. And we also just have about, I didn't want to interrupt Phil, but we've got about
1: nine minutes left just to give you a heads okay. up. Okay. Okay. We do, Phil, thank you for your perspective. And I would love to actually, um, maybe Phil, have you come on my show or a podcast or something in, that I'm going to be starting probably early next year and interview you about your radio experience. If you'd be interested, I would love to have a chat with you. If you'd be interested. Um, that would be wonderful. Um, so if you're interested, we could talk about that for sure. So
0: we may not get to every hand, David. How many do we still have? Um, we might though. Hang on. Let me see what we got left here.
1: Uh, all right. Here we go. Uh, sorry. We have two hands who have not spoken one duplicate, one repeat. So I'm going to do the two we haven't heard from first. Okay. And okay. Judy, if we have time, we'll, uh, I think. Oh, no. Judy didn't speak. Okay. They're all they're all new. So yeah. let's try to okay, get. Okay. Okay. Let's try to get to. Karen is first. Karen?
0: Go ahead. Yeah. Tell us where you're from and. Karen, can you unmute? Karen, we can't Star n- Star six on the phone. Karen? Okay, we still are not hearing Karen. No,
1: I'll get, try one other thing. If not, then we'll ask, we'll, we'll go back to Karen. Um, I've sent her a request to unmute. Is she going to do it? Karen going once. Karen going to... Tw- Karen. All right, she's not speaking. We'll go back to Karen. Diane.
11: Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Loud and clear. Yes, we can. Okay, well, um, hmm, probably my best memories you know, was when I was in grade school and high school, and I lived in the Buffalo, New York area, and we used to listen to a station there called WKBW, which was probably still is a 50,000 watt station. And I know that I had picked it up traveling, like in as far as like Washington, D.C. and into the Virginias and the Carolinas and um, I think I even got it down in Florida one night, but it was kind of difficult. Anyway, um, <laughs> they had a lot of good DJs on there when I was listening, especially at night, um, including guys like uh, Dick Biondi and um, Jefferson Kay and Bud, Bu- Bud Blue. I'm sure that wasn't his real name, but my favorite was a guy named um, Joey Reynolds. And Joey Reynolds was just crazy as could be he used to do voices like he'd talk he'd you know talk to maud and her rubber stockings hmm. and uh oh he used to um you know imitate several of the well-known other radio personalities in the area like jp mccarthy who was here on wjr at the time and um and uh scott muni on wabc and. Uh, just so many others. William B. Williams, I think was the guy's name on WNEW in New York. He'd, he'd make fun of all of them. And uh, he was on WHYT here in Detroit for a couple of days. He used to, uh, I think, maybe brag about all the stations he'd been fired from. Oh. And he only lasted on WHYT for a couple of days. But I love to listen to him. Every night he had an organization called the Royal Order of the Night People. And he'd meet with the Royal Order of the Night people every night, and he'd tell everybody to write, light a purple candle and repeat after him, I will not be a dial twister, or I will get a K-Big blister. Hmm. So, <laughs> wow. We just, wow. We, he, was, he was just, you know, at, at, at the time I was listening, I'm not sure how I would feel about him now, but back when I was growing up, he was just all it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Diane, thanks for sharing. Um that's that's awesome. And um hopefully if I do this call again, we can have you on other calls. And I think I think we will do this call again because this is fun. So, awesome. Thanks, Diane. Okay.
1: Karen, did you ever come back? Karen? Well, I guess not. All right, Greg,
0: I guess we're going to wrap
1: up with Judy cuz she's our last okay. hand. So, Judy. Okay, Judy. You're okay. on.
4: Okay, I'll try and make it quick. Uh, so, like Chris, I grew up uh, listening to you know, my mom listened to the radio. I think that's how I fell in love with radio. But I grew up in New York City listening to the Golden Age of Top Forty radio. So Diane mentioned WABC. Uh, cousin Brucey was legendary, and just Greg, like you said, those guys were personalities, and and they were our friends. I mean, they came into our homes. We felt like we knew them. Um, so I listened to top 40 radio when I was very young, then got an FM radio and there was top 40 radio on the FM. And then later on, um, started listening to, um, progressive, uh, FM radio, more freeform stuff, which was really great. And those guys and women, because by then women were becoming DJs, um, they really knew their stuff. Now I could not tell you what's on the radio dial down here. I don't listen to any local radio. I listen to um, NPR from all over the place on my Lady A. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm actually it shocks me to say that I don't that I don't know what's going on on my local radio dial because I was such a radio geek growing up. I mean, when we traveled, I always wanted to know what was going on on the radio, you know, wherever we went. Um, so. Thanks for doing this, Greg. I mean, I just I just love radio. I could go on, but I
0: know I know we. Don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, hope, thank you, Judy, and thank you everyone for contributing. Hopefully, we'll have other calls uh, like this. Um, oh wait, Triple G, you're not off the hook. I want to hear your radio memory.
1: You're not oh, off the my hook, radio G. memory.
0: Uh, just um, well, I listen to a lot of stations. The first uh, memory I remember is uh, is hearing uh, WTMJ in Milwaukee a big powerhouse, uh, station, but I listened to a lot of, a lot of radio growing up. I could tell you that I knew every DJ on every Milwaukee, uh, area radio station. Um, and, and I knew what shift they did. And, um, so I would, I would dare people to quiz me as a kid and even as a teenager, even now, you know, You you know, give me a shift, give me a radio station in Milwaukee. I can tell you what DJ is on that station because it just it was so um, like I said, I probably listened to the DJs uh, more than the music. And I still love radio. I still love radio for the DJs. And I still love um, love listening to the music. And um, yeah, I've I've just loved that all of you have shared um, such awesome memories. I'm planning to do these calls uh, more. I don't know if it'll be biweekly or once a month, but um, monthly might be good
1: because then you could pick like a topic. Start to, we could start doing topics like old time radio or yeah, radio. yeah. So,
0: so so I'm maybe I'm once a month. Greg that. would be good. So
1: you know just so a thought. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really thinking about that. But I'm glad you all enjoyed it. Hopefully you listening on ACB Radio. And thank you again, David. And I want to thank Debbie Hazelton and the whole ACB Radio staff, too, for doing such a great job. And until, uh, until next time, I, um, I, I just want to thank all of you for being here. Until next time, this is Let's Talk Radio signing, so, signing off. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, David.